Challenge one, make some friends. While working with my therapist, we identified things that I felt lacking in my life. Connection was one of them. It's kind of ironic that the more disconnected I was from myself, the more disconnected I was from others. I desperately craved connection, yet my anxiety and depression made that super difficult. My therapist and I started to set some little challenges, things that weren't too overwhelming, but that definitely stretched me, made me feel the discomfort, but had the potential to also be pretty cool. These were to be around the areas of life I wanted to see some change. More than anything, I wanted some friends. I wanted people I could talk to about my business, people who got the day-to-day struggles of self-employment. I wanted to be able to talk shop with someone, meet up for lunch. What was the point of all this freedom around working for yourself if you never used it? I stumbled across a local business women's network and noticed they were having an event the following week, an expo. So during a therapy session, I set myself the challenge to buy a ticket and head along with the intention of speaking to one other living human. If I just did that, said hello and introduced myself, and I was feeling very uncomfortable, I could leave without any shame or guilt. Challenge met. I was off the hook. It seemed easy enough, right? Yet I quickly came to realise it was scary as shit. All of my personal stories of rejection surfaced. It took all I had to pick out a bloody outfit to wear, let alone get enough guts to jump in my car and go. The nerves were big. I felt hot, and the butterflies in my tummy felt more like a flock of white cockatoos cawing and cawing at me. I sat in my car doing some deep breathing, reminding myself I was safe and would be okay, took a few drops of rescue remedy, perhaps a shot, and hit up the expo. I entered a big pavilion. It was packed. There were hundreds of women. This was much bigger than I'd anticipated and very overwhelming. I stood around awkwardly for a couple of minutes assessing the situation I found myself in. I casually, in a panic, outside calm, hit the bathroom to take some more rescue remedy and formulate a plan of action. My armpits were a testament to the level of stress my body was under. Suddenly, the silky, shiny blue shirt dress seemed a very inappropriate choice. I checked no one was hiding in the cubicles, and I nervously dried my armpits under the hairdryer while thinking of my next move and carefully watching the door should someone come in and catch me in this somewhat compromising position. I straightened up, stood looking in the mirror, and the girl looking at me, which was me, says, speak to one other human being. Then you can go, free pass, you can do this. And then to make things a little weird, this conversation between me and me continues. Right, you're right. (sighs) Me, this is awkward. Am I crazy now? Talking to myself like this in the ladies' toilet at a women's networking event? Surely no one else would ever find themselves in this position. Oh, Carly, think, what's the best way to deal with this? Mm, I don't feel I could approach a group. It would be awkward. What, so I'd mosey on up and awkwardly stand waiting for someone to notice me? That's blur. I feel sick just thinking about it. That weirdo who comes up and everyone ignores and then starts laughing? That would be me. Maybe I could laugh at a joke to let them know I'm here. What if I look like a psycho? That creepy woman laughing inappropriately. The awkward silence when everyone turns to look at me like, who the fuck are you and why are you laughing? If I just started adding to the conversation, that would be weird too, right? So I butt in and introduce myself. Oh, I just can't. Okay, so you can't do that. But what if there was another person who was all alone? That that wouldn't be weird, right? In fact, they might be feeling as lonely and awkward as you. They might not know anyone. And by introducing yourself, you're actually 
possibly doing them a favour. Right, that's the plan of attack. Find someone on their own and introduce yourself. Let's do it, Carly. I took a few deep breaths, straightened my shoulders and hit the floor. And then, like a scene out of a bad teen movie, worst case scenario. In a room of 200 plus women, it appears that everyone knows everyone. There is no single lonely looking soul standing on the outskirts waiting for me to come up and save them from feeling as lonely as I did. They're all in groups of four to five. Intimidating. Fuck, what to do now? I walk around looking for someone on their own, hope quickly fading. Well, this approach isn't working. Maybe I could just leave, yeah. I'll try again next time. No, Carly, you're committed to this. You don't want to go back to your therapist with your tail between your leg. Make it happen. In those days, it probably wasn't with the love and kindness I tend to extend myself today. It was likely a crapload more harsh and derogatory. I'm no guru at this, but I'm definitely better than I was back then. Time for a new approach. Look around and when someone makes eye contact, smile and approach them. I spotted a group a few metres from me. They looked relatively welcoming. One of the women glanced over at me. She smiled. I smiled and motioned. Awkward, pointing my finger back and forth between her and I. (laughs) She nodded and I nervously approached and introduced myself. The event and my assignment was a success. The welcoming woman invited me to have coffee with her little crew. I loved it, sat around chatting for hours, still with a little record of self-doubt going on in the background, but man, it felt so nice to speak to real human beings who were doing amazing things in the world, people with drive, people who were brave, people like me, like I used to be. Success. I decided then and there that the best way for me to avoid that initial awkwardness was to join the organisation as a volunteer. Then it would be part of my job to introduce myself. I could meet many more people and bring something amazing to women just like me. I could look out for the person awkwardly standing around on their own or hightailing it to the toilet. I could pass on the kindness the woman had shown me on that day. And even more importantly, or impactfully, I'd proven that even though I was scared shitless and full of self-doubt, I could do things I hadn't thought possible just days earlier. Something new was unfolding inside of me. A newfound respect for myself. And it didn't happen outside of fear or doubt. It happened in spite of it. That evening, I found myself back in front of the mirror. This time, instead of anger or fear, there was a little twinkle of self-respect. I'd really pushed myself outside the comfort zone that day, and I was just a little bit proud of myself for it. Carly, maybe there's something in this discomfort thing. <laughs>